Welcome to the Home Service Business Coach Podcast with your host, David Mowerman. You will learn to grow your home service business and transition from being the technician in your business to being the CEO and leading your team to success. Get a front row seat where you will get practical advice from industry experts on how you can level up your home service business. Get ready to take some notes because we're going to jump right into it here. All right, everyone, what's going on? I am super pumped for today's podcast episode. Uh, it's Dave Mormon, Home Service Business Coach, and I am joined today uh, with a special guest from the Jobber team. I've got Molly Milosevic. Molly, how are we doing this wonderful Friday today? Yeah, doing really well. Really excited to chat with you about all things professional development. So thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, guys wanted to kind of queue up a bit of a, a special episode here. Uh, I had Molly's team reach out to me and say, hey, we should have a discussion around professional development. And I thought this is kind of a theme that we've been talking about um, the last number of months to the listeners and just really how can we get out of our own way as an entrepreneur and actually invest in what is like an increasingly uh, copious amounts of resources when it comes to developing ourselves. So Molly, we want to learn a bit about you, a bit about your story, maybe even see like a few glimpses into what's going on at Jobber. Uh, and as everyone knows, Jobber helps power uh, our show here for the last couple of years. Uh, and we've just hopped over episode 100, uh, which is super cool. So we've got a good tribe of loyal listeners here, hardworking, washing, painting, landscaping, lighting contractors, uh, and they're here uh, to learn today. So uh, let's let's just get diving in, Molly. Tell us uh, a little bit about who you are and your role at Jobber, because I you're probably not going to brag on yourself, but we're buddies on LinkedIn, and I've seen you get like new promotion after new promotion. So just let us have us like what what's your role right now at Jobber? Yeah, for sure. Um, thank you for asking. I My functional title is Director of Brand Marketing and Communications at Jobber. And as Dave said, I recently was promoted into that. So thank oh, you for, nice. for making me kind of brag about that, Dave. How long have I known you? At least, I want to say at least three years. I'm thinking about right? three years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit before COVID, I think we met. And then, uh, yeah, here we are three years later. So I've been at Jobber for six years. Three years of that time, I've known Dave and he's been so supportive as we've tried lots of different things. So like I said, my functional title is Director of Brand Marketing and Communications, but I, how I like to speak about my role is head of community working on a community team. So from the very early days of me working at Jobber, the, one of the first things we noticed is that we had this amazing group of home service businesses that actually wanted to interact with us. They were excited to learn with us and share knowledge with each other. The thing about home service that I think is really great is there's no gatekeeping. There's yeah. so many resources and people want to talk to each other and share like, this is what worked. This is what didn't here. You do this. Our, our businesses are similar enough in like painting and pressure washing that, that we should share what it's like to work with customers day to day. So uh, one big component of my team's focus is how do we get the community to interact with each other? That's where we have events like the Jobber Summit, our big annual virtual event, which we'll talk a little bit more about later. We have um, our Jobber Entrepreneurship Group on Facebook. We have our partners like Dave that we work with, where they're out, out there putting out really amazing information. And we're like, great, how can we support you to give you more time and space to do that? 
and then going to trade shows and doing in-person events, those types of things. So really helping support the community and get them connected with each other. And then the other part of my job is how do we build awareness about jobber and home service? So how do we get home service in the news? Um, I, we hear really great entrepreneurship stories from our customers and we'll go pitch those to media. Um, we're obviously trying to get jobber in the news as well. And part of that is because we have all these people doing sometimes work that you don't notice to keep our homes and offices safe and running. And then something breaks and you're like, oh my gosh, yeah. uh, I need help. And that's when you really notice that there's all these people holding it together behind the scenes. So we really want to bring more spotlight and awareness to, to home service, a, a project I'm really proud of that um, someone re named Rebecca on my team, who I think you've definitely yeah. talked with before, brought to life is Jobber Grants. Um, we nice. heard from the community that, you know, grant programs weren't directed to ho toward home service. Um, they didn't feel like they were eligible for the different ways of getting um, grant money out there. So to date, we've given away 55 grants totaling $300,000 to home service wow. businesses and custom built that, that program for them. So yeah, a little bit of a glimpse into obviously all of this didn't happen in year one. This really does show the progression of six years of work of an incredibly talented team of people and six years that's just me being part of it way yeah. way before that our co-founders were invested in the community in forums chatting with people and the response from the community has been that they like it so here we yeah. are today <laughs> yeah so cool great great summary there molly i think it's so cool what uh jobber has become over the years i mean we've we've been using jobber now almost five years and it's just been so cool to see the backstory and how much you guys have been growing with just like great people and like you know just speaking as like an ambassador now for the last number of years like you guys are just so good at providing small touch points like i'll get literally a package on my doorstep and if my wife hasn't you know bought something uh it's usually a coin flip if it's from jobber and it's just like you know shirt or hat or mug or just like cool swag where you just like really feel part of the tribe and like we've talked about this on the show a bit but i i wouldn't mind diving in a bit is like i feel like the home service business owners the listeners here were almost like a forgotten bunch in society a little bit where it's almost like i think kind of comes right out of like our schooling system and i know i had a couple buddies in high school maybe weren't as academically inclined and it was like oh they're going to be tradies and go to trade school and they're you know it's almost like they're going on a different path but nowhere near what someone who goes the college route and and gets qualified etc but I do feel like those rules are very quickly changing in society where you know where we are here outside Vancouver we lived through a heat wave like two summers ago and the temperatures were like very very hot and people were freaking out um some people were even dying because they couldn't get their aircon fixed and then suddenly this is deemed essential we lived through covid same thing mm -hmm. businesses shut down left and right but home services deemed essential like yep. let's keep the trucks on the road keep going so do you have any insights to like why you even think that might be the case or what change you guys are seeing because you have like a really good pulse on this of of thousands and thousands of business owners so like what are you guys seeing at jobber with a bit of a shift and a bit of like a spotlight like hey we're over here we're we're hard working and i think like we deserve a little bit of props here what's going on yeah no i think we have definitely seen a shift in that attitude um 
we've seen that we've seen data that Gen Z is very entrepreneurial minded and they're kind of resisting the idea that you have to go get some specific type of education in order to start a business. They're looking for opportunities. And I think home service is one of those areas where they can they can look to because there's a shortage of a lot of home service businesses. Um, so there, that's one area that we're kind of seeing trends in and looking more closely at. Mm-hmm. Another area that we're seeing trends in is more people who have had corporate backgrounds going in to start or buy home service businesses. So those stories are interesting. And then there's the people that they knew they maybe like started a trade or got really great at a craft and they started directly into home service. Um, So we're seeing both have, we're seeing both happen and we're seeing more people go from corporate working for a big organization to wanting to do their own thing and, and seeing the amazing financial opportunity in home service. No, it's so well said. Like I even got a few buddies that, have climbed up, um, you know, the corporate ladder and they're having colleagues now with this pending recession being, you know, laid off. And these are good, like six figure paying jobs. And it's like, I really think the, the pro, the plus side of entrepreneurship in home services is it is very resilient. I think um, mm-hmm. it is underserviced. I think there's massive upside for income earning. And I think like as an entrepreneur, you really say, you you choose to say, hey, let me put kind of my future in my own hands to a degree, even though there's a lot of factors, but, you know, can you work your butt off to provide like a great destiny and a great outcome, like for you, your family, your community? So I think like, I think more people fail than not, because it is very hard, but um, maybe that's a good segue to actually get into stacking the chips in your favor and actually deep diving into professional development. So if you look at it, kind of what you guys are seeing at Jobber, how are you kind of seeing professional development tie in to kind of help the entrepreneur in, in their journey? Kind of what, what are you guys seeing is, has been working? Yeah. So whenever we talk to all of you business owners, essentially your to-do list is like never ending. (laughs) There's no end in sight and you're constantly reprioritizing Um, There's a lot, I I know a phrase I've heard over the years has been, I want to work more on the business, not in the business. So some people want to stay in the field and therefore they they need to hire the right people to to work the back office. Some people want to get out of the field. So they need, they need to be more in the back office themselves. Both require strategy, strategic thinking and, and time and thought. I think that what, when we, one, when we are doing any type of content event video series for home service business owners, the first thing we do is talk to them. um, And whether that be on phone calls or in our Facebook group. And what we are focused on is helping people get more from the limited resources they have. You only have so many hours in the day, you only have so much budget or you want to increase your ability to have a bigger budget. Um, You have the budget you have today. You only have so many people on your team that you have today. So how are you allocating those resources and how can we help give you the tools to maybe say, hey, I know that you feel like you're really bogged down with the admin work in your business. That's where something like our software comes in to help automate really repeatable tasks that you shouldn't be doing with your own time. Like let a software do it for you mind like mindlessly. Let the software take care of it. Um, Or, you know, um, in terms of 
something like Jobber Summit, how to train, a t like we have sessions on how to train a team to be more efficient, how to inspire a team to do more to advance their careers and your business. So how to get essentially more out of the resources you have. Those are, I, th I think that's really, I mean, and I can relate to that. I only have so many hours in my day. And as my team grows, I need to be putting my time in different places, letting go of some tasks, um, delegating some tasks, yeah. taking on new things. So I can relate to it to an extent, but I think it's magnified much more yeah. for entrepreneurs. You tell me. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think there is huge crossover to, to corporate and also small business. I mean, it comes to just replicating your time, but I do think when you do sign up to run your own business, I think there's a, there's a plethora of tasks that need to get done. And it, I just think it's kind of this like chicken and egg thing. Cause people are like, Oh, if I had more money, then of course I could invest in coaching or professional development and hire a team. But I think it actually starts with more of a mindset of just, maybe you do have limited resources. How can you actually allocate those? Like when I got I didn't read my first business book until 2013. I was in Hawaii, Maui with a buddy and I brought three books because I hated reading through school, but I thought I kept hearing this quote that was um, leaders are readers, right? And so I was like, okay, if I want to be a leader, I should start reading. And I brought a couple sales books with me and it was almost just like this light bulb went off where I read through the first book and I wasn't even really hanging out with my buddy. I was just sitting on the beach reading and ended up reading those three books in that week. And I came back with kind of this like brand new mindset. And it was like, each book was maybe $20. And it's like, what I was able to put into my brain significantly changed, I think, my path on entrepreneurship. So I think even if it's like attending a, a conference, or it's reading a, a book or listening to a podcast like this, you want to wire up your brain for it for a certain way of thinking. And I don't think you need like tens of thousands of dollars to do that on a, on a small level. What, what do you think about that? Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I, I'm, I just started reading Atomic Habits because I heard nice. the quote from, um, from the book about how consistency is more important than intensity. And I am the type of person that I'll go into things with intensity. I'm going to do this for a week. I'm going to do this yeah. for a month. I'm going to, if I don't finish it by this day, I failed. And I'm like, no, it, I definitely need to switch that a bit and be more consistent. And I think incremental change is something that can make a huge difference to your life and your business over time. So really resonates with me that I like time and convenience are two big barriers to professional development. If you think about it as this big, expensive, time consuming, consuming thing, I personally listen to audiobooks on yeah. 1.5 or two speed. And I nice. listen to podcasts and I can do that while I'm commuting, while I'm cleaning, while I'm doing things I'm already doing. So that is what works for me versus sitting down sometimes with a physical book. Um, and the other thing is I'm all about accountability and how small conversations can actually be the thing where, again, better to make small changes that work for you and work for your life versus feel like you should do nothing unless you can do it all. So yeah. I will read a book and then I'll set up a book club. I actually have one today with my team. We're nice. reading multipliers and every two weeks we're gonna cover three chapters. And the point is I ha have to have read those three chapters in order to talk about what I like or don't like with my team in that book club meeting. I also have every three weeks, I meet with a mentor of mine who it's a pretty, it's an informal mentorship. That's what I call her though, because I want her take on, on things. And it's time in my calendar where I'm just going to chat with her for a minimum of half an hour of what's going on. 
Um, and right now I'm kind of talking about leadership with her. So neither of the, none of those things that I mentioned cost money. They take a bit of time, but I've tried to find a way to keep myself accountable and make them take up less of my time. Yeah. So good. Let me put you on the spot. Your mentor you meet with for, for half an hour. How did that come about uh, linking up with her? Did you have to seek that out or is that something provided through Jobber? Like how did that even get set up? Because I think some people just don't even know like where to get started yeah. finding finding something to learn from. That one was actually, it was really informal. I worked with her. Um, at times she was my peer. And then at one point she was my boss. And then she, and then we were peers again. And basically I said, I don't even know who said it first. I was like, can we meet regularly? Because yeah. <laughs> we liked talking to each other. We just like to bounce off each other what was going on and get each other's perspective. It felt natural. There was no formal will you be my mentor like yeah. the pressure was off and I think we maybe even met like a couple of times not thinking it was going to be a regular calendar item but we both yeah. like the feel of it so yeah. I would say it can be as easy as you gel with someone and then you meet sometimes we meet for an hour but you can meet for a minimum of half an hour you'll get something out of it I've also been lucky enough to do more formal coaching um yeah. which I've done in short bursts to specifically you know and most recently I worked with a de developmental coach um, at Jobber who was helping me move from being focused on more so my work to how, what it takes to allocate my time for, to a, a growing team. And yes. that was really nice for me because I was accountable every couple of weeks when we met to have made progress. And yeah. I know for me, that's what I need is someone I need to report progress to. Yeah. So it's I've so had both cool. informal, formal. It's so cool. Like, I think what, what got you here won't get you there. And I think like, yeah. it's funny as you like get in your role, you grow in a company or grow your own company, like what gets you to a certain level, that's actually going to be like your kryptonite to not allow you to get to the other levels. So it's like, when I was growing Revive, like I got super good at the office work. Like I was like the jobber guy, but that was like four years ago now. And like, I, I full disclosure, like I've not even taken a deposit on Jobber and we take deposits on all our job and jobs. And my office manager makes fun of me because she's like, you know, you, you become almost this great generalist. And maybe you can touch on this of as you grow uh, an organization, you basically need to figure out a way to buy back your time and leverage yourself. And you cannot be let me crank up this hamster wheel and run faster. You need to say, no, I'm going to step off this hamster wheel and I'm going to actually design this to run and I'm going to start to remove myself. And it's like, it's so uh, counterintuitive because you first get your first promotion or grow your business by working harder, right? If I can do mm -hmm. yes. 50, 50 hours this week instead of 20, blow off all my social engagements and work later, like I can get to X, but that very mindset of doing it all is what's going to screw you over. Mm -hmm. You actually got to release control. And then, so can you talk through that? Cause it's like, I always say you grow by firing yourself along the way. And it's like kind of funny, but it's totally true. Yeah. I really like that. Um, I do want to say, cause I was talking about that mentor being like a corporate friend of mine. I've heard yeah. a lot in home service about people reaching out to what would traditionally be perceived as their competitor. So yes. it, even in their own city. So I just want to say for those of you out there who are nervous, like reach out to someone on social, ask them to set up a call. I hear about that all the time. 
Um, you might think they're these big influencers and you're nervous about them. No, just send them a DM. I am sh I'm sure they'll answer your question on a DM more than you think, or reach out to a competitor and ask them to go for coffee. But to answer your actual question, yeah. the idea of firing yourself, I really like the way you put that. Um, yes, I have been told by people very high above me. I had the opportunity to talk to a chief marketing officer who worked at several companies and something that she instilled in me is as you grow your business, your team are, you can't be, you can't be wasting your time tweaking at the margins. If you're just waste, if you're just spending your time making teeny tiny little changes, um, then you're missing the opportunity to take a big picture look at what you're doing and make meaningful change and 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 bring your your team and your business ahead. Um, I consider myself a generalist marketer, and I've worked on our social media channels. I worked on our first big jobber summit event back when it was called Jobber Professional Development Day. And part of what i've I've had to do is say, okay, this is getting to the point where an expert, could do this faster and better so that I can go do something else. And, and then I put the business case together, which I mean, when you're running your own business is something you're doing for yourself to say, economically, does it make sense for me to not do this anymore, pay someone else to do it so I can go make a bigger impact over here. And I think I would love to hear your th thoughts on this, Dave, because I feel like what I hear from entrepreneurs is that it's really hard to let go. You often think that you could do it best yourself. Whereas if you're being a great leader, you're going to work with more people to do 10 times, even like working with one other person, you could potentially do 10 times more than what you can do by yourself. Yeah. Um, if you allocate those resources properly. So I'd be curious to hear your thoughts yeah. on the idea of letting go and actually bringing other people in. Yeah, for sure. Um, a mentor of mine actually has a, a great quote and he says, your greatest achievement uh, will come through other people's like contributions. And it's like, that is like so true because again, I think if you're kind of this one man, this one woman army, you can grow your business usually to about a hundred to 200 K in revenue. Things get super messy and you're like really bogged down, but to smash through that ceiling, you've got to figure out a way to buy back your time. And that really starts with, I think, deep diving your calendar. And like Molly said it exactly, like you don't wanna spend your time on little marginal tweaks. And I would say, okay, let, let's get granular in home services. What's a marginal tweak would be like redesigning the font on your website or like, you know, spending 46 minutes this morning on Canva making like the perfect social media post. Um, like it just it, it you can outsource that stuff i actually i counted them up i have 11 now 11 vas that help me in my oh, coaching wow. business from literally podcast schedule to editing making thumbnails uh data mining um building landing pages you name it like it's just the 25 dollar an hour task off my plate off my plate mm -hmm. so that's how i've been able to grow companies is just by actually doing less but I think most home service business owners, they're like 98% doers and 2% architect. And you need to really switch that and, and be much more of an architect and actually, okay, this thing's very repetitive. Um, how can I make sure that I'm not always doing this? So I think getting a little bit more strategic, I think is very important and looking at where your time's actually going. And then you've got to actually make steps to be able to buy back your time. But I do think we throw around the term 
delegation a lot, but I think a lot of entrepreneurs don't know the process, how to delegate. And so they're like, Hey, Molly, here's a thousand dollar job. Go soft wash this home. And then you spray SH on uh, on a patio set. And then we're the homeowners upset. And it's like, well, they did a poor job with the skill transfer. So I think, I think overall, just like we're lacking so many skills in leadership, marketing, sales, uh, time block scheduling, uh, management, uh, prioritization. Like I think we sign up for home services, but we're like a two out of 10 in those areas, but we're super good at doing the thing. And I yeah. think that's where we hit like our roadblock to actually like get out of our own way. Yeah. And that's where I would say like process is where I think it's so valuable to learn from other people. Um, yeah. And how have they, like to someone else's um, point of view who, who can see what you can't see because they're not in it with you to be like, you, you actually have something in your business right now that you can operationalize. You can actually turn XYZ into a bit of an operational training process so that you're no longer going back to redo a job or paying for errors on a job. And it doesn't feel like every time you're making it up from scratch, but sometimes you don't see that. And that's where you like in your own business. And that's where you can listen to a podcast, go to a talk to someone, talk to someone else who has an outside view of yeah. where they've implemented processes in the past. And I know you have, I mean, you can speak to that. Way, way I love process. Time. Yeah. <laughs> well, in the interest of time, Molly, let, let's hit Jobber Summit head on because you, you back in the day, you planned Jobber Professional Development Day. Uh, that was a year ago. Now we've got Jobber Summit. Uh, I'm stoked. I'm going to be a speaker on one of the sessions, which is going to be amazing. But can you tell us kind of a glimpse behind the veil what it's about, what's included. And if someone's listened this long to us, uh, there's probably a good chance they're wanting to actually better themselves and invest in themselves. So kind of take the mic and just go uh, A to Z in our remaining time. Like, tell us a bit about Jobber Summit. And I feel like I'll probably have some questions after, but tell us about it. Yeah, sounds good. So Jobber Summit is a annual virtual event. It's 100% free. So there's nothing to lose from signing up, but I promise you'll get something, which I'll get into. You can register at jobber.com slash summit. Um, we have two times on March 1st this year because we did hear from people. Um, we know that people are watching in their trucks and they're kind of tuning in and out so they can come for the morning session from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Eastern, um, or they can come to the evening session from 6 to 10 p.m. Eastern. They can go to a bit of both. If you sign up, you'll also get um, most of the sessions e emailed to you as well. Like so you can watch nice. the video playback as well as a PDF of kind of a summary of everything that you learned. So let's get into what you will learn. Yeah. Um, we have two featured speakers that we're very excited about. We always like to bring in a speaker outside of home service, but then force them to answer questions relevant to home service businesses yeah. so that we can get a different perspective to learn from, which I always really like. Um, in the past, it's been Gary V and Dave and John from Shark Tank. And this year it's Alex Rodriguez, A-Rod, yeah. uh, big MLB successful baseball player, also prolific investor and entrepreneur himself. So we're going to hear about, he's going to talk to our CEO and co-founder, Sam Piller. Um, they're going to talk about leadership and the things that A-Rod learned about running a team, both as a sports figure and, and, uh, and an entrepreneur himself and, and all of his learnings in that world. Um, we also have Joanna and Clea from The Home Edit. If you are on Netflix, have seen the show Get Organized with The Home Edit. 
They are organizers who have used influencers and celebrities to grow their business. Um, they have an amazing TV show, a product line, a podcast, and they have multiple locations across the U.S. So we're going to say, hey, let's talk about your organization strategies. I'm talking with them. I'm very excited. Um, how nice. can we apply those to like day-to-day -day business? Um, so that'll be really a really interesting kickoff to the day. And then we have three, four tracks actually this year. So you have tracks on activating your people, optimizing your operations, boosting profits, and then we have a jobber track because people told us they wanted that. So that's where we went out to the community and said, what are your biggest concerns right now? And some of the, se the sessions that we're running are hiring and retention strategies, how and why to hire a virtual assistant. You mentioned that that's something you definitely lean on, um, how to build a customer community on social, how to set and stand behind your prices, how to create an annual budget. And I know the one that you're speaking at second time yeah. in a row, Dave, is become top rated, how to automate a sales winning reviews and referral strategy. So yeah. a big goal of ours is we know that we were successful with our event. It's our third year running this. If people return the next year, because your time is so precious. So you might have come in year one, but it's up to us to make sure you come in year two. We see people returning each year and our event team um, is cutthroat about talking to speakers, interviewing them on what they think they're going to speak about, making sure that we review their their plans for what they're going to talk about to make sure that it's actionable and there are things people can implement tomorrow, next week, 30 days. Because I think to me, what's annoying when you go to an event or listen to a podcast or whatnot is when people say, you should do this, you should do that. And you're like, how do I do it though? <laughs> that's yeah. what I need from you. So yeah. Um, yeah, that that's kind of it in a nutshell. If that sounds of interest to anyone listening, go to jobber.com slash summit to register. It's free. Uh, the chat at the event is so lively. Everyone's yeah. sharing stories and learnings and tips and whatnot. So being there live is really fun. Yes. Yeah. That is the rundown. Tell me what it's you think. It's amazing. I'm I'm stoked for it. I mean, I think a couple of key points is uh, the two the two sessions going on, having the different time zones. I think that's huge because I think not everyone can necessarily carve out a full day, but I think you can carve out a portion of the day. So I think that's super cool. Uh, I I loved the chat last year. I mean, I saw a number of um, even my own coaching clients that were attending, which was like super cool. Um, but just meeting other people in maybe a similar industry, but a neighboring state or maybe even close by you. So I think there's like a huge networking component and then just like the learning as well is uh, is off the charts. And I do think you guys have done a good job making this very like how to like not just fluffy like, oh, buy back your time. But it's like, OK, what are we actually going to get into with strategies for that? And I think there's so much belief when you hear from someone who's already done the thing you want to do so kind of surprised the event's still free to be honest but I'm like just there's there's just so much value there so I think the people who carve out the time are going to show up and and have their uh, socks knocked off with how much value there is that my my firm belief so I'll be there the whole day um hanging out and it's going to be so much fun yeah and like thank you so much Dave your sessions have always been so tangible um so I mean you've been such a great partner in us well, making this event something people want to return to. 
I'm glad you guys brought me back. I wasn't sure with my talk last year, so I'm uh, I'm glad. I'm, it, too humble. It, I'm glad it resonated, and uh, yeah, it's it's coming up quick in uh, in a few weeks. It's March first, right? That's our event. March first, exactly. Cool. cool. Well, yeah, everyone, if you're listening, uh, I'm gonna link up in the in the notes here, just as the first link. When you scroll down on your phone, you can just tap it. And uh, what do we need to register? Just like a name and email. Is it is that a Name, email, I think business name. It's pretty basic. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Uh, and I think last thing too, Molly, like we kind of glazed through the jobber grants, but is that still going on? Cause that's actually was like pretty cool that you guys have dished out money. I mean, you can invest in a lot of things, but it's crazy that even like a small amount of money, 2,500, five grand, 10 grand that injected in a business can oftentimes have a phenomenal return so is that still a thing or or maybe that's a whole nother chat but can you touch on the update of where the grants are at yeah so we awarded the 2022 grants in august of last year um so we're following up with the recipients to see how things are going um in their business and how their plans are going um and what we what we do is it's a grant program but it's about recognizing excellence so we want to find really amazing home services who want to do even more it, that that's and then we want to fund those plans um show up to jobber summit on march okay. 1st to hear details for, the details for details on if it's coming back i'm not sure you'll have to be okay. there to find out we'll leave that as a, a bit of a i think they call that a cliffhanger in cinema so we'll <laughs> leave it as a we'll leave it as a cliffhanger for the listeners to check out so i think that sounds great thank you Cool. Well, Molly, we'll wrap there. Um, thanks everybody for, for tuning in today and, and Molly, just like shout out to you. Um, thank you so much for coming on, uh, dropping some gold nuggets, stopping by, touching on Jobber Summit. And, uh, you know, I'm sure uh, the listeners can see you uh, kicking around at, uh, at Jobber Summit as well. Yeah, on, I'll uh, be there. Of March. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Thanks for having me, Dave. You bet. See you later. Thank you for listening to the episode today. If you want to get even more value from David, then book your free coaching call at homeservicebusinesscoach.com.